member Beerkles here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. show do we have for today man what a show bro <laughs> i always look forward to these it was like in uh i look forward to these like the day in elementary school when they would switch the seating arrangements <laughs> you know you ever get hyped for those days no but i just spilled water all over my face that was quite great oh. uh, no yeah oh. it gives you a new perspective on the world you're like oh so this is what it's like to sit over here yeah yeah, but I mean, not, not so much worldly perspective, but there's a shot. You could be either sat next to your, your boy, you know, your, your buddy, or the chick you're into and potentially move away or also could be the person that, like, smells because they have a horrible home life. You just didn't know. It was a real Russian roulette. But nonetheless, super exciting. Always look forward to that day. Always looking forward to that day. Well, today is exciting because, yeah, we're going to be doing I Heard That on the show today. Looking forward to I Heard That. We got a round, a round of them. So we have no time to lollygag. Also, we're going to be talking about how much should you have in savings or more specifically net worth. What's your net worth by age? So we're going to be looking at your net worth. By age, see how you're doing there, Pike. See how I'm doing. See how you're doing. I don't even know my net worth, dude. I would have to calculate this, but can't you just Google it? Sparks net worth. <laughs> like it shows up, like it's me and Matthew McConaughey. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, celebritynetworth.com. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I let Forbes calculate my net worth for me every year. I don't do it <laughs> myself at all. That's nice. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, so we'll talk about that, and I think it's going to be like a lot of people. It's it's going to be disheartening, but don't let it be disheartening, okay? I don't want anyone to think that they're doing shitty at life because their net worth isn't what Time Magazine says, which is what we're going to be going we're using as a benchmark. <laughs> so okay, because uh, I'll show you how you could do it. Okay, that's coming on up here in in a few minutes. Plus, so if we have time, we'll get to the news that matters. Yesterday, we didn't even have time for news that matters. So yeah. Got a goodie. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get to it. Oh, you know what, Pike? Before we can even move on, let me ask you this. How long were you, like, uh, 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 feeling shitty after you got that second shot? Because I got my second shot yesterday, and I feel awful this morning. Ooh, yeah. Well, the worst of it was just overnight, and you're through that. But I did feel, I would say, foggy and fatigued. For yeah, a couple days, kind of like when you just drink a bunch on the weekend and you don't really feel normal till Wednesday. It's like the <laughs> old, like yeah, once you hit 30s, you start having like two, three-day hangovers. You're like, fuck mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Oh, brutal. That's yeah. a great comparison. So, That's how I feel. I feel hungover, man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, then uh, give, it till, give it till tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, you should be, should be ready to rip again. <laughs> 
yeah going back to that pharmacy be like hit me again man you're back already <laughs> be like bro i just drank some pedialyte had an egg mcmuffin oh, yeah. i'm ready to roll baby what if it came out that the vaccine was like super addictive and they didn't realize it <laughs> that'd be uh awful you're addicted to feeling shitty all the time yeah ever the whole nation is hooked Get people impersonating other people to get a, a, another shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just madness. dead people's names. You're like going through the obituaries. Ah, oh, the senior citizen just died. I gotta go get the shot. Ah, oh, they're they're approved before everyone else. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh wow. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah, give it some. You'll be good. All right. Thank uh, you. Okay. I'm Y'all finished. Have- well, let me ask you this. Oh, would you rather go on uh, two separate three-day vacations or one uh, week-long vacation? Week-long, baby. Every time. You week-longer. Oh, yeah? Okay. Gotta be. I'm not a weekend uh, warrior getaway kind of guy. I am. Uh, I need to shut the whole thing down, you know? Uh, yeah. It's like diehard. Like three days ain't enough? Yeah. Three days, bro. I'm... I, Three days, I'm still stressing over, you know, how much did I tip the room service guy? Uh, should I have, you know, oh, fuck, three days in, I'm still concerned about how much money we're spending at the valet. You know, like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. By and then day all of a sudden, it's like email to check into your flight to leave. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. That's the worst thing. Because whenever you go on like a week-long vacation, it's really six days. Because the stay six... You're like, fuck, I got to fly out tomorrow. I got to get ready. Like you start, you start feeling that, that anxiety start building in your soul. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to pack everything. Do we have everything? How we get into the airport? I got to return this rental car. I got to get all, ah, da, 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 da. and you're like, fuck, I, it's not until tomorrow at three o'clock, you know? And it's, I got yeah. a whole nother night. And then you're thinking, oh man, I don't want to be hung over for the flight tomorrow. I don't want to be, yeah, dude. Right. Nope. Yeah, that is hell. That's some some kind of living hell, that last day of vacation. <laughs> living hell. <laughs> it's, about, it's about as bad as it gets for humans. I don't know if it's as bad as you get. You know, I don't know if the guys down in Gitmo are like, yeah, buddy, waterboard me, because this ain't bad as day six of vacation. <laughs> it's all perspective. Yeah, exactly. That's what really Guantanamo Bay is. It's just... Uh, I've never been there. So if you go there, it's really just kind of like, it's like a sandals resort, but you're just always having to check out the next day. And everyone's like, please, no, no, I'll talk. I swear to God, I'll talk. <laughs> Tell me when time's check out 10 a.m. Who, who checks out at 10 a.m.? No. No. <laughs> no, that's a fun thing to think about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. What about you? Two, three day vacations or one week? Oh, I'm the, yeah, I'm the king of those. I always have, I've always like had a ton of vacation time left over because I'm never taking more than a day for a vacation. Oh, like take Friday off, come back Sunday. But I like, the, yeah, because I go to Vegas a lot and that's all you need there. You don't need a week, as you know. <laughs> yeah, I was there for you had five six years. years. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out a week is already too much. I, you know what though? I think, uh, yeah, yeah. 
places like Vegas are a hundred percent for a weekend. It's like a built for a, like a three, four day thing. Because by the time day five rolls around, your liver is screaming at you and you're like, fuck dude, I've already been to this casino six times. The novelty and shine has worn off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Vegas, at some point, casinos are just like casinos. Like it does, you don't, we don't need to walk what looks like 500 feet, but is really seven miles to the Bellagio because it's just going to be another casino, much like the one you're staying in. That's exactly right. 100% agree. It, yeah, it all starts, the shine starts wearing off. You start noticing the same homeless people on the bridge every day. You're like, oh no. I'm becoming a local. <laughs> You're like, oh man, this is what it's like. And the answer is yes, that is exactly what it's like. Um, locals in Vegas, they just go down the strip and then they get the F out of there ASAP. So you go down the strip to like see a concert or a show, comedy show, you know, I don't know. Whatever kind of show you want, they have all kinds of them there, obviously. And then uh, you dip and you immediately start hitting home, hit the high road, get the fuck out of there. Right. Right. Yeah, so uh, it's but, nice to have it there. I'm sure. Oh, it's also awesome down the street. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like yeah. an anus. What? <laughs> it's like an anus. In that, yeah, it's I nice that, that it's there. Yeah, and it's an option. It's just down the road, but it's not somewhere you're going to be every weekend. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there uh, you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Well, I wanted to say this real quick, but you're, you're now in your thirties. I feel like that's going to start changing. So let me know if that starts changing where you're like, dude, I need more of a vacation time than this. I need like five days. I really thought you were mentioning the anus again. No, I really did. But, uh, okay. No. Yeah. No, I would love to, like, I've never taken more than a four day vacation. I went on a four day cruise once. I would love to. But I, I'm always like conservative with vacation time and then like money. Like I've never spent two grand on a vacation, you know. But we we never went on a proper honeymoon either. We would I would like to. I would like to. Yeah, you need ten days somewhere. You need to set aside oh, five to seven thousand dollars, and that is your ten day vacation budget. And then, dude, you're living like a goddamn king for that time. Yeah, that's. That does sound like a dream. Oh, Just, yeah. I've never even been to like Mexico or, you know, I'll go to like LA or Florida, but I've never been to like Mexico or just on the, oh fuck, all inclusive. I've never done that. I've never done that either. I've never done all inclusive. I've never been to Mexico. Oh, really? No, but I mean, I've been to Puerto Rico, went there for my honeymoon, spent 10 days yeah, in I Puerto mean, Rico. I went to Europe like that. for 10 days. <sighs> 10 days is it, dude. That's the vacation time all Americans should take. Should start at 10 days and then go up. They give you two weeks vacation. Everyone should just use their two weeks like, bam, like just all my vacation once. Do you come back feeling like a new person? You're like a, a changed human. It's like, it's like you were baptism by, baptized by relaxation. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Oh, you walk into the office, you're like, hey, 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 everyone fucking hates you. You're like, ah, oh, let's get back to it. Mm -mm -mm. And you're like, working. this is why the rest of the world has six weeks of this shit. God. And they take okay. three of these a year. Yeah. Oh, what a fantasy. Yeah. I know. Dude, two weeks is not enough, especially when you don't live at home. So you have to like factor in going home for weddings and, and holidays. That's it, dude. Oh, it's impossible. Dude, yeah. impossible. 
impossible. I was going to yeah. take a few days out for the 4th of July. I'm like, I just can't. I just, I literally can't. So, no. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. brutal. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the secret. Take all your vacation days at one time and then quit your job and then go work somewhere else where you get two more weeks. <laughs> it's called the 3W2 about- vacation uh, <laughs> vacation pack. <laughs> This dude, uh, this was my news that mattered yesterday that we didn't get to. But this dude in, uh, I want to say, like Taiwan or something where they give you eight days if you get married. Uh, it's law. He got married, took eight days off, divorced her, remarried her, got eight more days. He did this three three times before they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Ended well, up in, and, go ahead. No, no, no. Ended up in court. And they've sided with him. They're like, dude, that's the loss. It's a loophole he found, but give him his 32 days off. I love this man. I love everything about this guy. Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know, as Americans, I I don't know, man. It's like once you you hit a certain age, I want to say like 80% of the people agree on shit where... There's not that much that divi- that we're divided on as citizens of the United States. They're like the, the yeah. things we have more in common than uncommon. They don't want you to think about. They don't, you know what I mean? Media, political parties, all these things. They want you to think that, oh, it's different. So, dude, if you, if you have a kid and your wife gives birth and you, after three months, you're, you're expecting your wife to go back to work full time. It's that's brutal, dude. That's fucking brutal. Three months, especially if you're a first time parent, you're like, what am I doing? What's going on? Like, you're still like, you have no idea yeah. what the hell's happening in the world. You're like coming up for oxygen. Like what, what is going on? It's three months later. What, you know? And they expect you to like, Hey, yeah, take this three month old and drop it off at a daycare. That's going to cost you a goddamn fortune <laughs> to go and get back work oh and by the way when you were off uh we made you sign up for short-term disability <laughs> like you threw out your back <laughs> instead of giving you like maternity leave. it's like i've never met a person that thinks that that's totally fine yeah me neither don't you think like that's just how it is now like the 40-hour work week the maternity leave situation that's all just how it is now and it's such like a blimp in time that it's gonna be it's gonna be way different you fifty so? years from now even yeah I think so like, I we're hope just, so us humans you know like it's just what it, what has changed in the last hundred years you know it's just such a microcosm of time that yeah. we're still we're still figuring it out everyone's Dude. like well this is how it's always been I'm like always been it's no, been like it's that not. for a percent of a percent of human history yeah I think it was no. like the twenties or something the the uh, labor unions are the ones that came up with the uh eight hour work day get the weekends off that wasn't a thing yeah. until like 1927 and like the labor right. unions were like eight hours the reason why it's eight hours is because it's broke a day 24 hours is broken up into a third a third of your day is for work a third of your day is for free time and a third of your day is for rest that's how they did it that's how they devised an eight hour work day and they said five days a week are going to be working for your business, but the weekends, those are for you. And those were because of labor unions. That's the only reason why we have work weeks and work days. There's, dude, like my grandfather was born when people were just like, get to work, but it's Sunday. I don't give a shit. You know, like, <laughs> like you know, it wasn't that yeah. long ago. 
and just because it's just eight hours because it was an easily divisible number. You know, that's not funny. Yeah. It's just good, just because of the number. Same thing with like how you get three strikes for everything. It's like yeah. that's only because of baseball. <laughs> if it was five strikes in baseball, we'd be able to fuck up five times before they could do anything. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, here, man, I'm all for, look, six weeks of vacation for Americans. I'm all for four-day work weeks, and I'm all for one-year maternity leave. It's just going to, all you're doing is improving the mental health of its citizens of the United States. And if you're a small business owner, you're like, well, fuck you, Sparks, because I couldn't afford to pay that shit. Well, it should be subsidized by the government. That's why we pay taxes. So we pay taxes to the government, so the government will have our best interests in mind. That's where I would like to see our tax dollars going. Uh, one fragment of our tax dollars going to that instead of some nonsense that they spend over there in Washington. Vote for me. I'm running for president. Uh, this is my political, <laughs> apparently, it's a political <laughs> podcast. No, we didn't. Dude, we're 17 minutes in. We're fucking lollygagging here. Episode 401. We got no time for this, Pike. We, uh, first of all, look, oh it's my. a comedy finance podcast that over there is non-financial advisor at Pike Taylor radio on all social media. Go ahead and give him a follow. Look at that. Nice smile. Look at that. Doesn't he look like a nice dude? He is a nice guy. I'm at sparks radio. Also not a financial advisor, not a financial professional. This is a entertainment podcast only not here to give you financial advice. However, we will be talking finances and we do have, I heard that coming on up here. So let's get right to it, man. Pike, how much money should you save by age? That's what we're talking about. And when I say save, I'm not just talking about sitting in a savings account, earning 0.000001% interest, because that's how you just lose cash, okay? I'm talking about compounding interest. It is the great, like we talked about yesterday, greatest gift of mankind or whatever. Uh, Warren Buffett calls it, God's gift to mankind, the eighth wonder of the world. You know, he's got a bunch of sayings about compound interest. It really is amazing. So let's do this. Let's break it down. How much money do you think you need to save by the time by, you're in your 20s? It Just entering your 20s or done with your 20s? Uh, anytime in your 20s, between 20 and 29 now, let's do, not, not talk about how much money you've saved. Let's talk about your net worth. What's your net worth? So that's that's where you take your assets. That's uh, retirement accounts. That's your, it can be, uh, if you own a house, that's an asset. If you own a car, that's an asset. All the things you have, gold, retirement accounts, investment accounts, property, real estate. You take your assets minus your liabilities. So take your, all your assets, Total them up, tally them up, and then subtract all your debts. You have student loans. You have credit card bills. You have, uh, I don't know, if there, you have a personal loan out. You tried opening a business. You still have to pay that back. You know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, assets minus so like liabilities you, if, equal net worth. Right. If you're, if you're a homeowner, you're just counting what you've paid off on the home, and then you have to subtract what you owe on the home? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could take your, you know, like Zillow can give you a Zestimate is what they call it on your house. Nice. And you take that number and you subtract what you owe on it. And then you'll have, hopefully you have equity in the home. And then that goes towards your net worth. Okay. I don't know. In your 20s, I would say like it's probably tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Actually, most people in their 20s have a negative net worth. Okay. 
which is not bad. Not bad. And that's not a bad thing is what I mean by that. So if right. you're in your right. 20s, you have a negative net worth. It's because, look, you don't have any compound interest. I pulled this from time.com. This is a little chart here showing you everything. And I'm not going to follow this because I think that this is wrong. And like I said, it's going to make you sad if you sit there and go, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't need this. So between your 20s and 30s, so like 20 to 29 years old, it says you should have 1x your current salary or 22000 to $40,000. One month of expenses saved uh, up as well. So if, you know, normally when you're in your 20s, you're making anywhere... On average, you're making anywhere from twenty-two dollars to $40,000 a year. And they're saying you should have a full year's salary saved when you're in your 20s. Is that realistic? And again, no, because most people have a negative net worth in their 20s because they they're saddled with student debt. They're riddled with credit card debt. They don't make a lot of money at their jobs. They got a car payment. They don't own any homes. You know what I mean? This is like they're broke. 20-year-olds are broke. On average, it's just how it just how it works out. Okay, so don't don't be discouraged by that fucking Time Magazine bullshit article that I am going to reference here a bunch of times. If you can just do one thing in your twenties, it is a hundred percent to get an IRA or invest in your company's four hundred one k. If I that is paramount because you're so young in your twenties. That you have time on your side. Time is the most valuable asset in investing. And you have the most of it in your 20s. So it doesn't matter if you have like 500 bucks. Throw it in an IRA. Throw it in a 401k. Because that thing is you're going to end up making more money than people who just dump in a hundred grand in their 50s. Does that make sense? You're just going to yeah, 500 totally. bucks. Yeah. Just dump all, dump as much as you can into an IRA and 401k in your 20s because you will be the smartest 20-year-old and it's not impossible and everybody already knows you're broke and nobody has any expectations for you to fucking own a house and to have a family and to drive Beamers and all that kind of stuff. That's what I've always said on this show. Don't worry about it. Expectations for you are low. You are setting yourself up to fucking live the high life and not work as hard as that dude who bought a Beamer in his 20s who looks really cool because he has underglow on his fucking car. He's going to be working that same job he's at until he's 60. And he's going to have carpal tunnel because his hands won't work properly. Okay? Because he wanted underglow in his 20s. You want to be the opposite. Be Benjamin Button on that shit. Okay? You're, gonna, you're, you're growing the other way. Time Magazine. Back to this nonsense. It says between your 30s and 40s, 3x your current salary. Jesus Christ. Look at this. Three times your current salary, $126,000 to $253,000 you're supposed to have saved. That's, that a, lot, seem, that's a lot of money. It seems astronomical, seems doesn't it, right? Yeah, it sure does, yeah. Crazy. Well, here's what happens. When you're in your 30s, the actual median income, so... Median is the best way to say it's right in the middle. If you're thinking about averages, it's right in the middle. So what you have is you have some people in your 30s that are millionaires that are throwing this whole fucking thing askew. So what you do is you look right at the median. And the median of an average 
net worth in your 30s is $11,030. How does that Come sound? Again? Huh? The median earnings? Net worth in your 30s. Oh, net worth. Okay, okay. Well, that sounds much more reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I got 11000 I dug myself out of debt in my 20s. I'm in my 30s now. My early 30s, I am just starting to cook, baby. Here we go, right? I'm just starting to go. I have $11,000 of net worth. Here's what I would recommend. Hopefully, you got yourself an IRA in your 20s. You're working probably shit jobs, part-time gigs. Maybe you got your first full-time gig out of college. Hopefully, they offered a 401k. You're in your 30s now. You should work at a job that offers a 401k. Get a 401k. Got it. You're putting money in the 401k. Get an HSA. HSA stands for Health Savings Account. I don't know if your company, Pike, you work for, offers an HSA. The they, they don't directly, but the um the benefits company does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So an HSA is a powerful weapon in lowering how much money you make tax wise. So HSAs are super dope. And I love them, and uh, I have one. And what do they say? It's not a flexible spending account. These are two different things, HSA and flexible spending account. HSA is like a bank account that you can just use to pay down medical expenses. But what it also does is it lowers your taxable income. And if you don't even use your HSA, you can then roll that in to a retirement account, which is like, what? Wait a minute, huh? Wait, what? Yeah, you can roll that into your 401k. So it like you can, it's almost like fucking your juice in your 401k if you remain healthy and you, you know, things happen. Maybe you break a leg, you have to go to the hospital and you have to pay out of pocket. Well, you can use tax-free dollars to pay for that broken leg post-insurance. They send you like an HSA debit card. You just, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Boop. I already have it set aside. It lowers your taxable income. AKA meaning you're not going to make as much AKA you're going to get more back on your taxes every single year, which is awesome, but you still get to keep that money. And then I can't remember what age it is, but then you, after your HSA, you can then roll that in to an investment account, which is like, dude, uh, steroids. It's like steroids for your, for your uh, retirement account. So HSAs are a mighty weapon in building net worth. It's great. And yes, it still counts to your net worth, which is amazing. So get yourself an HSA, not a flexible spending account. You can get one of those too, but they're definitely two different things. Get yourself an IRA 401k and build your credit. This is where you just start crushing your fucking credit when you're in your 30s because you're starting to get real assets. You're starting to build money. You got a good income. You're starting to make some cash. And uh, all of a sudden, you're building your credit. Now, by 35, you're supposed to have two times your annual salary. So if you make 50 grand a year, by the time you're 35, how much is your net worth? Your net worth is $100,000. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. It went from 11000 to 100000 Well, because you're not just putting this money from your 20s and the early 30s into a savings account, you're putting them into investment accounts. So you can put them into taxable investment accounts. So you could sign up at like M1 Finance. You can put them into like a Charles Schwab account, whatever you want. Put them into an index fund, and then all you do is you just keep dumping money into it. You're going to hit compound interest that's grown 
hopefully over the last 15 years, you should be able to turn your 50 grand into $200,000 pretty easily. Does that make sense? You should be able to three X it over 15 years. Okay. Okay. So that's how, that's how they're getting these insane fucking numbers, dude. And I also brought up this chart. This is from, um, where did I pull this one from? This is from CNBC.com. This chart here. This is uh, median pay male and median pay female by age. So median pay by 35 years old for a man is $75,000 roughly. Uh, that means you're making 48% more than a 22-year-old male. So you're making, see how quickly it jumps up once you hit 35? Right. People start taking you a little seriously. You've established yourself in a business. Median pay for female, this is hilarious in a very sad way. Th- median pay for a 35-year-old male is 75000 Median pay for a female at 35 is only $58,000. Oof. Mm. That's a hell of a discrepancy in price, so... We got to get we got to get ladies making more money, and I don't think you know you hear a lot of dudes like oh fuck that man, you know I don't understand the logic because if you were a straight person and you're going to be marrying a female, wouldn't you want your household income to fucking <laughs> wouldn't you want like twenty thousand dollars more coming into your house? And you know how hard your wife works and then they're fucking ripping her off? Why? Because she's a lady? Like, that's horseshit, dude. That's total bullshit. So, again. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. So, look at this. By the time you're 40, dudes are making 82,000, basically $83,000. Women are making 60. Making 20 grand more. Like... And these are people with bachelor's degree? Was that what it said up there? Yeah, yeah. These are bachelor. Yep. With right. So we're not degree. even talking about like, oh, well, they didn't they don't have an education, blah, blah. No, it's all on the same playing field here. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm talking about like if you are you got a bachelor and you do the exact same job as the person next to you and the person next to you, I'm talking about the exact same job, exact same experience, right. exact same skill level. There's a lot of varying variable things here. Right. There's, you know, there's pregnancy and a lot of women, they get set back by the time they're 40 because they, they end up leaving their job and they don't want to come back. So the guys continue to progress and get, uh, raises and bonuses and all that kind of stuff. And then women who reenter the workforce don't have the same kind of right. skill set or history, work history and all that kind of stuff. So that, that contributes, but I'm talking about same exact, same job for job. Women are still making less, which, by the way, if you're in a household, you're like, God damn, I want some more cash. Pay my wife some money. It's just kind of crazy. So um, I want to speed this along because we got I heard that. So I want to get to uh, by the time. Also, just real quick, by the time you're hit 35 and you have your two times your annual salary because you got compound interest, you're investing in this shit, you're doing all things by the book. Just a heads up. By the time you hit 35, you're usually within a couple grand if you've been in that industry for your working career, you're within a couple grand of your maximum uh, earning potential. So if you are 35 and you've been with a company since you were 21 and you've worked your way up, you've got bonuses. By the time you hit 35, you're about $2,000 off. On average, this of course can fluctuate, especially if it's sales. And 
again, I'm talking really broad strokes here. So think about it. You might be hitting the ceiling on your earning potential. If you want to earn more, you might have to leave or go to a different industry or go to a, comp a competition, a competitor. So just keep that in mind. If you're like 35 years old, I'm 35 years old, it might be smart to have a change coming up here because if you feel like you should be making more money, that's a way to, to think about it because could be hitting that ceiling. Um, by the time you're 50, you're supposed to have four to six times your savings, your annual savings in terms of net worth, four to six times. And keep in mind, according to this chart, by the time you're hit your 50s, you're making $92,000 a year, mm -hmm. 92.5. So we'll just, for sake of math, you're making 100K a year. By the time you're 50, four to six, you should have 400,000 to $600,000 in net worth by the time you hit 50. Which doesn't seem that much because you're going to be retiring in, you know what I mean? 13 to 15 years. Yeah, ideally. Ideally. So it's a numbers game, man. And I, I'm not saying that to discourage you. I'm saying that to, if you are a young person and you're here listening to the show, that's why it's amazing to invest. And the one last thing I want to show you, Pike, is, uh, is this... I'll put a link in the description for this episode is this compound interest calculator just to show you it's not like it's not bananas here. Let me pull up the web website here. Well, I'll do it here with you at the same time. This is a um, it's investor.gov. Can I type here? It says initial investment. Let's say I saved. What do you how much do you save and you're 25 years old? What do you, what's a normal number? Uh, per month or what are you talking? A year, a year. I don't know. Five grand? Five grand. Oops. I'm finished. Oh, I don't know if I can do this here on this. I don't know if it'll let me. It might. No. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I think I type it in here. 5,000. No, it's not letting me. Okay, hold on. I'll have to do it over on this website. So it's a calculator. Here we go. I'll show you. Um, but, 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 okay, so you put in $5,000. Fuck you. Please work. Keyboard. God damn it. $5,000. How much money are you putting in every month? Uh, let's say if it's 5,000. 5,000 initial investment. And you're, you're 20, 20 something years old. How much do you think you can afford to put in every month? Four, 500. Let's, let's, you want to do 400? Let's do on the low end here. Yeah. Yeah. 200 bucks paycheck. 200 bucks a paycheck. You're putting in $400 a month. How many times, how many, how long are you doing this? Well, if you're 20, what did I say? 25? Yeah. All right. So you're doing this for 40 years because you're, you're going to work until you're 65. All right. You're putting your money away. It's earning at what interest rate? The average return on an index fund for Vanguard, total market index fund is 7%. Let's put that in there. That's your interest rate every single year. You put in $400 a month for 40 years at 7%. Uh, let's do a range. Oh, this is a range variance. Let's do... Uh, 
No, I won't do a range just yet. Let's just do this. Okay, and you're compounded annually. Perfect. Calculate. All right, here we go. So you're 25 years old. You have $5,000. You put it in. You pop in 400 bucks a month for 40 goddamn years at 7%. By the time you hit 65 years old, you'll have $1,033,120.83. You would have contributed $197,000. You 10x. Wow. You 10x your investment. That makes it much more realistic. So... There you go. Look, you just became a millionaire by the time you retire and you only put in 400 bucks a month, which, by the way, is difficult in your 20s. But as soon as you hit your 30s, if you're making, you know, 80 grand a year, which it's saying by the time you're hitting 35, 400 bucks a month is not impossible. So that's my point. Compound interest is the only redeeming factor of getting a retirement. But also, you got to think, this is just bare minimum. This is just like... You're not having yeah. fun. You're not buying a house. This isn't including real estate. This is just straight up money in your index fund. Imagine if you bought a house and it appreciated in value and you kept your expenses low and you started your own business and you start, dude, people are going to be crushing it, man. They're going to be making in so much, so much more money that by the way, you're like, oh, but I don't want to wait till I'm 65 to be a millionaire. Dude, you're living it up and your retirement's already taken care of. By the time you're 65. So you can spend all that money that you would normally have to fucking skimp and keep in mind, you're still going to be entitled, hopefully, knock on wood, if it's still around, Social Security, too. And yeah, A lot of people just living on that. So Yeah. Dude, you got a million bucks. You're golfing every day. It's all gravy. Every yeah, exactly. day you're on the golf Vacations. Course. <laughs> yeah, you're the grandparent that's just like, what, where's, gra where's grandpa this week? Christ, he's in Norway. You know? Yep. Oh. That's it, dude. That's 100%. So... It's not hard. I don't want anybody to be discouraged. It's uh, it just takes again. You know, three eleven has that quote that I've told you, Pike. It's persi the persistent always win. It's the people that do not give up, and they just doesn't like, dude. I'm unemployed right now, and I'm still putting money away in fucking investments. Investments. I never stopped because I was like, uh, uh. This is the time. This time, because I'm thirty five. Even though I'm not putting a lot of money away, I don't even know how much money I'm putting in investments. It's an auto thing. It might be a hundred bucks a month. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm still doing it every single month because the time is the valuable asset. It's the most important commodity. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm done with my fucking seminar about compound interest. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good Thanks, stuff man. today. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the funnies now. Let's hit it. I heard that. Here we go. Oh, is it not playing? Ta-da. Yeah, let's try it again. It's time for the world famous I Heard That. Yeah, all right. I heard that. This is where we go through. We take out all these things. They're out of context. We play them back here on the show. We say a lot of dumb shit here on the show all the time, but uh, normally it goes over people's heads. I'm not even going to play... I'm going to get right to the top 10 for sake of time because the, the bottom 10 we could play next month. Not even bottom 10, the you know, the, the good, the good enoughs. We'll play next week here. Let's get right to the top 10. Are you ready? Right, let's go. Let's do it. All right. Again, these were completely innocent in the time we said them. Take on out of context. They sound horrible. Here we go. Number 10. I heard that. Number 10. No, this is top of the top of the line. That's my computer choking. Hold on. Let me try it again. Uh, Number 10. What is going on here? 
Number 10. Ah, fucking number 10. Number 10. Number, Let's try it again. Number 10. I haven't had to go. No, this is top of the top of the line dong. I haven't had to go there yet. We've had plenty of dong at home here, but um Okay, there you go. Come wow. On now. What do we what? That was fucking awful. Uh in terms of execution. <laughs> well, eventually we got there and I'm still confused of what that possibly <laughs> was about. <laughs> Because dong is not like this word that means a bunch of different things. <laughs> no, I don't know what we were talking about in dongs, but it was not dongs. I can tell you that much. It was not like <laughs> throbbing rods here. It was no. It was something else. Let me was try that, it again. Let's see if I can get the numbers okay. to go. Here Number go. ten. No, this is top of the top of the line dong. I haven't had to go there yet. We've had plenty of dong at home here, but um, <laughs> my eyes on that one. My eyes are like. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of what the dong we've had here at home. I, I, I can't think of it. Interesting. All right, here we go. Number nine. I heard that. Number nine. Give him that Johnson and let him put it in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we all know what that's about, right? I, I could decipher that, but oof. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, you get it now? Yes, I do now. Right. Give him that Johnson and let him put it in me. Yeah. All right, there you have it. That's number nine. Moving on here. Number eight. I heard that. Number eight. That whatever I was fondling around with for hours when I was a kid didn't cost that much. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are the same every time. <laughs> ah, yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute. Something's happening here. He has no idea. Shut your mouth. Don't let him know. Yeah, exactly. Number eight. That whatever I was fondling around with for hours when I was a kid didn't cost that much. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> ah, all right, here we go. Number seven. I heard that. Seven. Hoeing that thing in your mouth. Just wow, 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 right? That is going to be my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ending. We put a bow on it. Oh, yeah. It kept getting worse as we were going. Number seven, one more time. Seven. Hoeing that thing in your mouth. Just wow, 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 right? That is going to be my Christmas. Sick. Nice. Dude, ha happy holidays, bro. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. Here we go. Number six. Nobody did it better than daddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. Not a one. Oh, Pike. Your father makes another appearance here. Nobody did it better than daddy. <laughs> I feel like I was daddy in that scenario. <laughs> I can't say for sure. Uh, what do you think? Bottom five. How do you like them? Incredible. Incred incredible. No weak ones I yet? Can't wait. No, they were all glorious in their own way. Okay. Did Did you like them all? I've, you know, I've looked at these 9,000 times, so I'm like, eh, you know, I have no idea anymore. Um, yeah, okay. it's, it's like wallpaper right. to me. Yeah. Here we go. Number Dude, five. Okay. We've hit the top five. I heard that. Once again, these are all taken out of context. Here we go. Number five. Number five. Listen, kid, your nuts are in your stomach, and I'm going to shake them out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just loved how angry you were at that whole thing. I don't know. Listen, kid, Why? your nuts are in your stomach, and I'm going to shake them out. It's like you're talking through your teeth, and I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember what that was. That's uh, so good. Yeah, so good. Number four, I heard that. Number four. You wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for my nads. <laughs> There's a goddamn Harvey Weinstein over here. I don't know what I was talking about, but my God, awful. You that is amazing. Yeah. One more Whose time. Whose job are your nads responsible for? Uh, apparently yours. I don't know. Number four. You wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for my nads. <laughs> I have no idea what we were talking about there, but my God, so fun. Here we go. We've hit the top three, Pike. Top three. Number three. I heard that. Number three. He fucked me doggy. Brennan McDougal. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, how much do I love that one? So, so much great. happening. Yeah, one more time. No, no, number three. Number three. He fucked me, doggy. Brennan McDougal. Number three. He fucked me, doggy. Brennan McDougal. Good old Brendan McDougal. Yeah. Oh, God. Doggy. Yeah. Here we go. Number two. I heard that. Number two. I'm assaulting people in the parking lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't even want to put that one in because I was like, God, yeah. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> it's so aggressive. And it's so quick. I'm like, oh, shit. Number two. I'm assaulting people in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, why am I annoyed? Oh, it's like you're interrupting me. Hey, man. I'm assaulting people in the parking lot. What do you want? Yeah, leave me alone. Oh, your face, if you can't see the video, it's uh, just a very, very direct and aggressive. Very, very angry about I'm it. I'm assaulting people in the parking lot. I was very upset at you, apparently. All right, here we go. Number one, I heard that. You ready? I'm a little nervous. Uh, I hope I nailed it. There's some goodies. Here we go. Number one, I right. heard that. Number one. Hey, that's a long road get... there through Iowa. You want to borrow my nephew? <laughs> said it i swear it was innocent these are all taken out of context one more time number one number one hey that's a long road get... there through iowa you want to borrow my nephew <laughs> oh. in what situation are we borrowing now come on <laughs> come on I swear I can go back yeah. and play the clip, but that would ruin the comedy. So look, I'm just gonna have to deal with it. There you go. There's your top ten. I heard that. Which one was your favorite, man? I think Brandon McDougal. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. He fucked me, doggy. Brennan McDougal. 
<laughs> you're over there playing a mouth instrument. Oh, it's just so much. I don't know. It was it was a real team effort. Oh, that it was. What was your favorite? Uh, well, number one, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one is my favorite. Yeah, I thought number one was just, I mean, it's absurd. How could that ever be an innocent thing? But it was. Number one. Exactly. Hey, that's a long road get- there through Iowa. You want to borrow my nephew? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Lauren is here. She's watching. Hi, Lauren. Lauren says, these are great. All right. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate oh, it. You. Oh, God. <clears throat> Whew, it's a lot of work pulling those. I heard that clips. I'm glad it well, was worth it. You did a great this. job. God, they were good. Oh, good. Good, good laughs. Well, if you want to see the ones that didn't make the top 10, we're going to be playing that back coming on up here next week. I actually have them right now, but we're running out of time here. So uh, we got to bounce because pulling back the curtain, we're just about to get on here and record a five on Friday with the old Greg Salerno. So if you like this podcast, you're laughing, you're having some fun, make sure you're jumping on the old Patreon page. Cause that is a way to get a separate, completely separate podcast here. Patreon.com slash sparks radio. That's just pure comedy, man. That's what that is. It's really not much financial shit going on over there. Just, we bring in Greg Salerno, comedian, Greg Salerno. We have, Five questions from you, the committee, that we try to answer, and we do that. We put it up on the Patreon. It's five bucks a month for the members of the special committee. That's how you get that separate podcast and all the bonus content. It's all up there. So definitely jump on there. Oh, shit. And let me mention this, dude. I've no, Look, I saved the best for last. Let's do this. Remember this Great. guy? Okay. Is it investing? Who's that, Pike? <laughs> oh, that's... Uh... It's Bobby. That's my uh, much older brother. <laughs> much older brother. That's Bobby, Pike's brother, a.k.a. the latest member of the special committee. Yeah, he oh, signed great. up. Which is, Look at these. Dude, how cool is yeah. that? So shout out to Bobby. Thank so you so long. much. What took you so long? Yeah. I've <laughs> uh, this for months. I love it. There you go, dude. So thank you so much. We're up, at, we're up to 25 patrons. Our goal is 30. So let's keep it going. Make sure you... Tell a friend about this podcast if you can. If you're watching over on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, youtube.com slash Sparks Radio. Thumbs up. It doesn't cost you anything. I have to sit here and grovel for it every single goddamn show. It's embarrassing. I hate it. But my God, it does help us out. So I'm going to sit here and do it. So sign up for the Patreon if you could swing it, if you have budgeted for that. Or if you want to help us out, text a friend the link to the show, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google podcast or whatever you got however you consume this thing text them a link that really does help us out that's the coolest thing you could do as uh as a member of the committee so that's it for the show pike yes sir follow him on all social media at pike taylor radio we gotta go man greg's gonna be here Uh, one minute piss coming out to my eyeballs right now so i'm at sparks radio on all social media hit us up dm us if you want to get a hold of us by all means any any last words pike just guy i'm gonna go pee Okay. So the over motherfuckers. Now get out of here.